my name is Miller Pike. I'm a producer and creator located in Bushwick, Brooklyn, and you're once again joining me on AP Studio Files. AP Studio Files. <laughs> Today we are recording mini episode four and our first recording of 2022. <gasps> I am joined in the studio today by our sensational (laughs) technical producer, Mm -hmm. Artie Kapuski. (laughs) Hello. Hi. And also just welcome back to the city. Thank you. It's so good to be back. I missed it so much. For those of you that don't know, Artie was in um, Milwaukee. Yes. uh, Working on a show um, that was... Uh, rescheduled several times yeah, several due times. to COVID. <laughs> um, it was called Ernest Shackleton Loves Me at Skylight Opera Theater. Uh, and it was a journey. Yeah. Just oh. like Ernest Shackleton took to <laughs> yeah. the Atlantic. <laughs> just sounds exactly like it. <laughs> it is. It's all about, a, I don't know, perseverance and optimism. So, Oh, God. I know. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> we were talking a lot about... Um, well, the work that you did on that was mostly video based, mm-hmm. correct? And that was like your first time really like yeah. having that full creative control. Don't tell them, but oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Shh, no. They're a lifelong <laughs> professional. Um, no, but that's like uh, yeah. really exciting. That's mm-hmm. like a huge step in something that I know you've been wanting to work towards. Yeah, it was awesome. I Good. was really excited that that ended up working out. I kind of got it through like uh, nepotism. Hey. <laughs> um, because we'll take it when we can get it, man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mom was doing costumes for oh, the nice. show. Um, and we got to kind of work together, except she got COVID, so not really. But uh, yeah, and it ended up working out. And I ended up kind of being like the only person who could do what I was doing because I, I don't think they knew what they needed. Um, so I think it's it turned nice. out OK. But um, it was super fun to work on. So I like some good connections, too. Yeah. 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 I mean, Milwaukee theater scene. What up? Mm -hmm. It was sort of interesting. Like we were just sort of re or I was revisiting the mini episode from was that December? Yes. Yes. My God. It feels like (laughs) literally a million years ago. I think Um, we recorded it in November. We did. We recorded (laughs) it like late one night in November and I'm like listening to it, listening to it back. I was like, we were loopy. Yeah. Um, but no, the kind of re-listening to that and then knowing the like six weeks that we've had (laughs) since then. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's been been a weird time. We were, we were talking a lot about mental health and what's the way, how do I want to put it? Like for me right now, especially like with this project and with a few other projects in my, in my life, like I'm kind of the only one pushing it forward. Not to say that you and Tucker and H aren't like incredible family and support, but like, of course there is a point where I'm, you know, on the, the, I'm the one keeping the train going and yeah. the motivation woo, has not been there. <laughs> Are yeah. you kind of feeling like a surge of motivation just from like change and being back in the city? Oh God. Um, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it feels amazing to be home. Yeah. Um, you know, but, um, and, and I feel like a lot more back in my element. It, it changes so much, like not living out of a suitcase. Um, oh yeah. hundred percent. I don't know. Like I, I recently, uh, I'm just going to overshare Please. <laughs> on this, on this podcast, uh, started a new medication. A lot of things are, are changing in my life, but also just like mentally. And, mm-hmm. um, I just, I don't want to do anything ever. Um, 
Yeah. No one does. I, I definitely feel that. I definitely feel like coming into this year... Or, or I guess maybe when, when we were, were recording at the end of November, I had this like vision again of what this year was going to mean to me or like mm. mean to my creative career and mean to the, those pe- the, like the people close around me. And, uh-huh. and it just kind of feels like the, the wind came out of our sails a little bit. And I don't know, I feel very yeah. discouraged. There's a lot of memes that are like, no one's saying 2022 is going to be their year. No, <laughs> like, no. no one has that illusion. Not at all. I just kind of feel like we're kind of back a little bit in that stasis, which is okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm okay waiting, but it is just such a, a lesson in patience. Um, and, and kind yeah. of going back and like listening to Koa's episode, um, who is just so lovely. And mm-hmm. I've been able to connect a few times with him via the art hang, which I got to to log into um a few times in the past month that's great yeah no it was awesome yeah was, i i'm jealous i wish i mean i should have just I'll i could have done the, it i'll send you the link <laughs> next time because i've been yeah. bad about like i've been bad about reaching out i think that's another thing right now is just a little bit like everyone's feeling a little bit more isolated than maybe we were like last summer and fall yeah um but going back and listening to his episode and just like really taking a second because I think in the moment when it was being recorded and then of course like when we're looking back I'm, I'm kind of thinking more from a technical perspective rather than a content perspective yeah. and kind of hearing how like vulnerable he was in that interview mm-hmm. about his own struggles throughout COVID with mental health and I don't know I've just I've had like a couple really big moments of grief in the last like six weeks kind of about about mm-hmm. about this patience about kind of constant discouragement um Mm -hmm. yeah how so 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 you're kind of you're sort of feeling like that sort of numbness I don't want to put put words in your mouth I guess I mean like maybe that's what my therapist would say if I had a therapist yeah um yeah it's also just like discouragement I guess Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know did you have any like resolutions um like uh, for for myself, one one thing I I was uh, this is just totally non career related, but I wanted to regain some of my pre COVID flexibility. I feel mm. like in like the, physical flexibility, f- physical flexibility. Mm. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I I'm been having a lot probably for the past like year. I've been having more back problems. Yeah, and things like that than I've kind of ever had in my adult life. Shit. And I think it is just from more inactivity than ever before yeah um and so core strength and flexibility were one of my goals how about how about for you those are good achievable goals right Um, that's what I was like I was like I have no idea what's gonna happen professionally but like I can sit at home and stretch for 30 minutes a day so true (laughs) so true I I would love to yeah I used to like I just need like a yoga mat and then I can start I have an extra yoga mat oh my god All right. Well, now I have no excuse. I'm going to stretch. Um, but my, my resolution is always to drink more water. Um, that is such a good resolution. And I, and I never do it. I drink like one cup and I'm like, that was enough. I hate it. And now coffee coffee (laughs) and switch straight to Manhattan at the end of the day. Um, no, I, I would love to, you know, take care of myself a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's crazy because like, okay, beginning of COVID in the US, like March 2020, I was, this is going to sound terrible, but I was like excited. I think just because I was overworked and, um, 
and just like dreaming of being home with nothing but time. Right. And that's what we got for a little bit. Totally. Um, like Carrie, Carrie talked about that a lot on yeah. his interview last year, just about being like, oh, because I feel like we as artists kind of always go, oh, if I just had more time yeah. and then sort of being forced to be like, <laughs> oh, now you just have time. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. That was the thing is like, then we got it. And like for for a little bit for like those first two weeks, I like did everything I wanted to do. Right. Kind of. I mean, like, you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to like take this free burlesque Zoom class. Hell yeah. Um, and I, I'm going to go on my stupid little walk every day with my parents. And I, I like started roller skating. Um, oh, I love that. And like found joy in like doing these things that you're not paid to do that are right. just for yourself. Right, um, right, right. And it was great. And I feel like I kind of continued having as much time at home, but just didn't keep any of it up. I just found new ways to stress myself out. Right. Um, and I think that's kind of like the depression that I've been feeling right now with like this new surgence of Omicron and it feels worse. It, I, I feel more terrified right now than I did in March of 2020, but it's really, really just business as usual. Just like there's right. We're not getting paid to stay at home. Mm -hmm. Um, and people, yeah, all same problems, no benefits. Yeah. And, and businesses really just like, aren't scared anymore. They're just, they're just moving on. And if you don't go into work, you don't get the money, but like life moves on. Um, it, it just keeps, continuing and it it feels like scary all over again but um all of the things that made it like a moment of pause the first time around are just gone and now it's just it's just the fear right I guess I totally relate to what you just said about like this time almost being scarier yeah and I do think it's because you know it is kind of triggering to be like okay can I be at home for that many? Can I be the, as isolated? Cause that was really scary the mm -hmm. first time around, um, mm -hmm. being that isolated and not knowing, okay, is this ever going to stop? Okay. It's two weeks, four weeks, six weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know, like I was saying to you earlier, um, Tucker, our wonderful photographer, he just moved to the neighborhood and him and I have been able to connect and take walks and a few things like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we were talking about how it just feels like just waiting again, just waiting again. And mm -hmm. it's kind of, I, I, I do relate to it being scarier this time mm -hmm. than um than the first time because I I think the known is always a little bit scarier like knowing yeah. is nice but like <laughs> knowing is <laughs> worse worse yeah <laughs> yeah ignorance um, is bliss and the whole thing yeah totally uh and I think like we've kind of seen our government like we've seen what they're willing to do mm -hmm. and also what they're not willing to do yeah and now it's kind of just like they've they've capped off on the things that they're willing to do <laughs> totally totally and um, I don't know I mean I I know I talked about this a little bit before so I had Omicron over um the holidays and I am just now feeling probably in the last week feeling 
uh, not exhausted and um, kind of like back to 100%. But it took a lot longer and it took a lot more out of me than I think I realized it was going to. The actual like sick, sick, concentrated sick part was quick, but... um, you know, and and I do think that that had a really big effect on my mental health kind of coming into this year. Yeah. Um, my entire family got COVID, um, and they're all okay, but thank God. Thank God. Um, my mom was talking about, uh, both my mom and my dad are professors and, uh, they continued to teach just through zoom while Mm. they had COVID. Wild. Um, and cause, cause they're crazy people. Um, (laughs) and, uh, my mom was talking about like that COVID fog. Um, oh yeah. Which uh, I didn't realize was like such a universal symptom. Um, but just, uh, she would just go blank um, yes. in the middle of class. Um, very much same for me. I mean, it was, obviously I wasn't teaching or anything, but, yeah. um, I would forget who I told what. Yeah. And, you know, just like keeping people updated how you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I had hoped to have a New Year's Eve party, which I, you know, ended up canceling. And then I couldn't remember who I told I canceled the party, (laughs) you know, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And just Mm -hmm. sort of, yeah, that sort of, uh, okay, I don't really remember what happened for a few days. Yeah. (laughs) I was just on my couch. Yeah. (laughs) But I, you know, kind of going back to like Koa a little bit Mm -hmm. um, on his episode and, uh, you know, that, that I feel like spring 2020 for me in terms of like mental health has a lot of similarities Mm -hmm. to like how I'm feeling right now. I don't Mm. feel the hopelessness that I felt at that point, but I do feel this like loss and like grief um, for, you know, the plans that we have and, um, and the goals that I was hoping to, to meet in this time and just kind of having to once again, like, put that aside and, um, you know, defer those goals until a time when it's, it's safer. Um, I guess this is yeah. as good a time as any to say that I am going to be postponing all of the apartment parties until the spring mm-hmm. just feels like there's, there's changes happening with apartment party and things I'll be making announcements about, but it just doesn't feel like, yeah, my, I would hate for anyone's opinion of, uh, of the parties or, or experience at the parties to be tainted by getting sick. Of just, course. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I think that's smart. I think like uh, this is maybe I'm just being like <laughs> pessimistic, but, uh, I'm starting to feel like winters are just for the foreseeable future going to be bad. Yeah. Which is, is hard. Cause, and I think that, you know, maybe, maybe in the future I'll plan my winter a little bit differently, maybe plan to, to be somewhere where it's a little bit nicer mm-hmm. or, um, you know, sure. if, yeah. cause if, if for me, like my work is all in person, so work is a little crunchy right now. Mm-hmm. And like, if I'm not going to be making money, I might as well like be getting some sun <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it was interesting, like, listen, like, again, going back and listening to um, Koa's episode uh, kind of right before all of this, uh, this next wave started to happen mm-hmm. and uh, and talking to him like about Dallas and about, uh, you know, our shared experiences there, um, one of which being uh, he went to Booker T. Washington, mm-hmm. uh, the performing arts school. I 
had played with considering going there in high school. I'm, I'm glad I didn't end up doing it, but I think it, if I had gone to a private high school, it would have been like a really good fit for me. Yeah. That's um, so funny. I had no idea that it, it was that close of a connection. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, I know it's so weird because now I'm, I'm old enough that I don't really know anybody who's going there, but I know a lot of people that teach there. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was interesting. Like when H came to us with the research and I didn't know, but it was one of the first black schools in Dallas. And um, yeah. actually I'm just going to read this a little bit from our notes. Um, in 1942, Thelma Page Richardson and the Negro Teachers Alliance of Dallas sued the school district over discriminatory pay practices. She and all other black teachers made hundreds of dollars less than their white colleagues. The case was settled out of court and black teachers started making equal salaries two years after the lawsuit was filed. This case brought national attention to race-based wage discrimination, which I thought was really interesting. I didn't even, I mean, I considered going to that school. I have plenty of friends that go to that. I didn't even know that. So it was really interesting kind of looking at that. And, um, you know, then of course in the seventies, it was turned into the, the magnet school and, mm-hmm. you know, you have, you have names like Erica Badu and Nora Jones and, uh, Roy Hargrove and, uh, people coming out of there, um, left and right. And like, you know, Erica Badu has really stayed in Dallas and like made, made Dallas her domain, which is great. Um, she's killer. Uh-huh. Um, but it was, it was interesting just hearing that part of, of, a place that I'm so closely associated with. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what's the magnet school community like in Dallas? Um, I think, well, so in terms of the teachers, the nice thing about the teachers, mm-hmm. uh, at Booker T is that many of them are working professionals in Dallas. That's great. So it's a great, I think that was one of the main things. Um, their, their music program is nationally recognized. Um, uh, and, uh, and their theater program, I, I, I know most about their theater program, but, um, uh-huh. almost all of the professors there are, uh, working professionals. So great connections, mm-hmm. people who actually know the, the, the industry that these kids are about to get out into. Um, I know that Koa and I spoke a little bit and I, I feel like I've touched on this with many different of the uh, interviewees on this podcast, but, mm-hmm. um, about how school does not always prepare you for mm-hmm. the, being a real live artist in the world. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so I do think that there are some great things about working with, um, you know, professionals in your actual community. Um, obviously it, you know, it's, it's, it's just got a great reputation. A lot of, Mm -hmm. a lot of great kids go there and a lot of great talent. I mean, I've seen showcases there that are, you know, killer better than some colleges. So, yeah, that's great. I mean, I I think that's like the most important thing an art school could do is, uh, is have teachers be working artists in the field. Exactly. um, Exactly. And give them the time and space to do that. And money, hopefully they're doing that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know too much about the how lucrative that community is, but um, right, uh, it they have a great new location. I say new; it's like ten years old or something. I don't know. It's new. Yeah. It's new to me. <laughs> um, in Dallas, and um, yeah, so so the, you know, good location, really diverse student population. So. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 Good, good school. Um, 
maybe i'll go there <laughs> sounds great right yeah i'm gonna graduate <laughs> graduate school and go back, and to, go high back to high school <laughs> um, might, might honestly give me more <laughs> yeah i know i'm kind of like what is that meme that's like, should I just go to graduate school? Oh, you're <laughs> sorry. I, I know, I'm not poking fun at you. It, but <laughs> From the moment I started, I knew <laughs> that that meme was right. That meme is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah, there was. And then I was also kind of looking back at Koa's episode and um, looking more into um, the program that he worked on in Miami called Exchange for Change, which offers writing courses in prisons and runs letter exchanges between incarcerated students and writers studying on the outside and kind of looking more into that. And um, I love something that he said about how he's teaching this writing class and he's like Uh looking around at all these people who have, you know, all these very diverse um, life experiences and Mm -hmm. Uh, and kind of going, wow, I think I'm like the worst writer here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was so interested in that. I, I like want to, I, I want to hear what they made. <laughs> I want to hear what they write so bad. God, is that available somewhere? Are they, I hope. Can I don't we, know. I'm literally like, you know, I'm like on their website. to their band camp. Right. Is that how that works? I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if they did. I mean, that would be, it would be an interesting source of revenue for them to like make like a, a, a monthly zine or something like that. Yeah, people hell people yeah. would totally, totally subscribe to something like that. Uh-huh. Um, that's a kind of another thing that I'm sort of putting out there in terms of apartment party, in terms of funding for this podcast about kind of what are the next steps in terms of, of, of that looking like, and yeah. like how can, um, I hate asking for money, you know, how can it, how can it be like an equal exchange or something <laughs> mm-hmm. like that? You know? Yeah. Um, for anyone listening, you know, I've always kept, um, the apartment party and this, um, in front of a paywall. I'm never, or, uh, never, yeah. never asked for any money or anything like, but that, yeah. you know, kind of figuring out like what are cool ways to, um, to, to make revenue without asking for money from, my artists or, or right. Yeah. (laughs) As, as apartment party grows, you know, uh, finding a way to sustain it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I appreciate so much that you're like trying to keep it free to the public because that's always been like so integral. Um, Agreed. Yeah. I've always been really, um, hesitant to change the formula. And I do think just because of the nature of how the world is right now the formula will need to change um and mm. kind of finding like what that next step is i'm always hesitant to move too fast if that mm-hmm. makes sense you know structures that are built quickly are often built with um racism and yeah. um uh you know are anti the population that they serve and systemic um, inequalities system, in general. Yes, systemic inequality exactly. Um, thank you for being my dictionary today. <laughs> I, still, I still feel like my brain is not. 100% you want some more buzzwords? I can, <laughs> Please, I can pop them out. Um, yeah, but I, I want it to be built intentionally and grow naturally. Um, so kind of like, I don't know if you're listening to this right now and you have any ideas, please shoot us a DM at, um, on Instagram at AP studio BK. Um, uh, I love to hear from you guys and would love to hear, um, any sort of like 
ideas, suggestions, maybe things you've seen other communities work on. I've, I've been looking into some, some communities like around us, especially that serve this community, like, yeah. like Bushwick collective and a few of those that mm-hmm. have like, that are like a few years, a few steps ahead of us and stuff like that. Totally. Um, to kind of figure out what the next thing is. Cause you know, this started in 2018 and I've been able to keep it free yeah. for our community and listeners and kind of, I would love to be able to continue that. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember at the last apartment party that we had in person, I think it was the last one. Um, yeah, it was November. Tamar France uh, posed a question like, right. as a performance that was really a difficult question. And I, I don't think that I could reword it actually because it, it was so, I've, it was so intellectual. Um, But I've definitely molded though. Like, yeah, but it is. A, yeah. It, they, the, the gist of it being like how, how, how are DIY spaces serving the community yeah. that they inhabit um, or not or or not or not? Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or uh, it seems it seemed to me like a, th- there is really no like solidified answer. Oh, definitely um, not. Just I think it's a continuous I think, question. It, exactly. I think it's a continuous question. And also like a question in order to check what you are working on, mm-hmm. you know, because if you continue to like be like, OK, is this serving is this serving, you know, it's a good, mm-hmm. like, it's a good, um, checks and balance. That question is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whether the answer is perfect or solidified ever. Yeah. <laughs> but probably yeah, not. <laughs> probably not. I mean, they, yeah, they, they did a great job posing that question in their, in their, um, in their piece. And, um, I've definitely, mm-hmm. but again, that's kind of, that is sort of why I, one of the, that was the super duper intellectual version of the question that I've been asking myself, which is like, how can this continue? Um, and yeah, so, so I posed that question to our community. You know, we always ask, um, our thesis question and our thesis question right now is, is what does, Uh, what forms of community support inspire you? Thank you. My God. What forms of community support inspire you? That was one Um, of those questions that I remember we were trying to figure out how to phrase it. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. It it did take a second and it took some, some, some more than one brain. Thank God. Best questions Um, are impossible to say. Yeah. And, and it's, I mean, but it is like, it's who, who do I look around? Somebody that I really like in, uh, Bushwick specifically is sweet generation. They work with the rise program. So Mm. all of their, um, employees are coming up through rise, which basically helps give, um, job and job um sorry you're gonna have to do some editing I apologize <laughs> um uh give job experience so they give mm. jobs and job experience to kids right out of high school like 17 18 year olds which is awesome cool um so that's somebody that i really see like they have a brick and mortar space they're killing it um they're serving a community um six need in terms of like space for community and Mm -hmm. food and beverage and also workforce so um and Mm -hmm. it's it's really like their workforce is very ethical and anyway so just this has been a little bit longer one but um I oh it has <laughs> yeah I appreciate um you guys all being here for a little bit of a check-in with us and welcoming in 2022 and um yeah is there anything else that we need to touch base on before we can I do some plugs of course okay anytime you never have to ask oh my god thank you um so uh speaking of uh communities <laughs> um doing things that 
hopefully serve a community. I'm working on my thesis right now, um, which is with my collective smear campaign. And we're working with the organization Bridges for Life, which I've talked about on this podcast before. Um, we need money <laughs> to make this happen. Yes. Um, also speaking of asking for money, uh, which is the worst feeling in the world. Um, but I need to do it. We have a GoFundMe, um, which is, uh, raising funds specifically to pay our participants more. Um, right now we're paying them $200 for their collaboration input artistic talents, uh, which is way too low. Um, and we would like to pay them a lot more uh so to an pay for that wage an equitable ro- wage a. uh obviously an equitable wage would be like one million dollars to everyone <laughs> but um if we can get that there that'd be awesome uh right now we're just trying to raise raise five thousand dollars and also to pay for a venue space um so that it can happen Woo. in a space uh so if you go to my instagram it's in the link in bio um and we'll go ahead and link that in our show notes as well <laughs> hell yeah uh so easy just click on the link um and uh then i'm also doing a, a fundraiser <laughs> lots of fundraisers Woo. uh it is the season late february <laughs> is it the season i don't know i keep like at any point I'm sending people emails and I'm like in this giving season in the season of giving when does it end <laughs> just give me money all year round uh, yeah Thank you. <laughs> in this in this season of because everyone says like giving seasons of, of December but uh you're buying presents in December so like January what are you doing <laughs> yeah January you're 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 not even like what you're doing dry January yeah. you're cooking from home you have you're a going lot of extra money from not drinking yeah so. spend spend your drinking money on our GoFundMes yes <laughs> for a good cause um but yeah another fundraiser end of February for a uh magazine that I posed for which is for uh non-binary and trans individuals <laughs> to uh be presented how they want to be presented and then they talk about stuff that they care about it's gonna be a magazine it's gonna be awesome can't wait to see it yeah that's also i'll be promoting it on my instagram um so i hope to see you guys there it it might be in person um (laughs) dbd yeah we'll see everything everything in person to be determined (laughs) absolutely and i love it i love safety yes me too yeah we appreciate it Well, awesome. Anything else we need to touch base on? No. Amazing. (laughs) Thank you guys all so much for tuning in today and kind of listening to us hopefully say some relatable things about how you've been feeling. Again, you can check us out at AP Studio BK on Instagram. Shoot me a message. Tell me if you're feeling depressed. Tell me if you're, you know, if you need support, if you need community, we are here. Um... So thank you all so much for tuning in and thank you so much for being here, Artie. Thank you for letting me complain about my life. Oh my gosh, same. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank Bye. you. Bye. AP Studio Fun.